It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. The accent is French, and I am Simon 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 Marcel. If you haven't heard the accent first, straight from Paris. Let me start with a little story, and maybe some of you can relate. If you're married or living with your partner, uh, a friend of mine, Milton, told me yesterday that he discovered that after three months of confinement with his wife, he knows more about her in three months than he knew in 30 years. I don't know if you feel the same, like you figure out more in three months than in 30 years, but that's an interesting quote. So I'm going to put it on my social media. How well do you know your partner after the three months in confinement? We are looking forward to your votes and I always give the result on the show. Thank you so for voting and your questions are next, 855-905-8255. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Bonjour, Gigi. Bonjour. Bonjour. I understand you're on the edge. Uh, I'm sorry to hear this. What's going on with you and your partner? <laughs> uh, well, it's um, it's Kaputsky. It's over. Okay. And yeah, kind of being together so much really, really put a um, you know the finality to it. But the unfortunate part is we are still stuck living together. Um, and I, I kind of need to know how I can deal with this. Sure. A, do you live in a one-bedroom apartment or two-bedrooms apartment? One bedroom. Okay. Uh, I understand you are not romantic together. There's no more ooh-la-la, right? No more ooh-la-la. Are you friendly together or are you at the level where you just don't want to talk to each other at all? I mean, we're friendly. Um, you know, we're both upset about it, but we're not at each other's throats. Okay. So would you say the vibe in the house is kind of tense or kind of just depressed and sad? Yeah, depressed and sad. Well, listen, like you said, you know, we live in a world where, you know, it's kind of scary out there and, and things are not all open and, and, you know, and all of that. And if, even if it is, you have to be careful. So here's what I think both of you could do. Every day, um, both write in your journal or a notebook how you feel about the breakup, about each other, but you don't read to each other what you wrote. You just have to expel, you have to detox, you have to express the truth. And the major uh, mistake we all make is to pretend it's not there. So if you can say almost therapy without a shrink, you buy a journal and you write everything on that journal you feel about your partner during the day or how you feel about, you know, the breakup. So when you're mad at each other, when it's too much, instead of just pretending it's not, write it down. It's the only way we have uh, to really express how we feel without venting on the person, which doesn't help, okay? That, that's actually something I hadn't even thought of at all. Yes, you know, it's like if you've been intoxicated, you need to detox. When you are hurt, you need to heal. When you broke up, you need to talk about it. But you don't need to talk about it with him and him with you. That's going to drive you guys crazy. You need to talk about how you feel with the real words, your words, in that journal. And when all this is over, you can either throw away the journal so no one finds it, burn it, or keep it in your archive. And when you're an old, old grandmother, read it again and remember what happened in 2020. Okay. Thank you. You're most welcome. Good luck to you and have a good night, Gigi. Thank you. You too, Simon. Oh, that's interesting. I got a Facebook message question from Brittany, who was dating a guy through this quarantine. And uh, they lost touch. 
And now she has a question for me about this guy, so I want to help her. So her Facebook message question is next on my show. I received a Facebook message question at The Rendezvous Show from Brittany. Because here's what she says. She says that she was dating this guy through quarantine, and recently the guy went away and they lost touch. There was never an actual goodbye, and she feels like she wants to text him and tell him that it was nice knowing him, just to kind of complete the relationship, but it's been two weeks since they texted, so she's asking me, should I text him, or would that be weird or nice? Well, when you haven't heard from somebody in two weeks, um, should you text first or not, uh, is the real question, and I'm going to answer you next. So this is an interesting question I got on Facebook at The Rendezvous Show from Brittany. Basically, she was dating a guy through quarantine, uh, the guy goes away, they lose touch, right? And they never really said goodbye. And Brittany's asking me, should I reach out to him first? And, you know, it's just tell me it was nice knowing him, kind of complete the relationship. Would that be weird or nice? Should I reach out to him, really, or not? Uh, Brittany, I don't think you should. If you haven't heard from this guy in two weeks, it means, I'm, a, I'm sorry to say that, he's not that into you. He doesn't miss you. My advice is to protect your dignity. Don't text. If he texts you, good. If he doesn't, you're okay. Never, never text first when it's been more than, I would say, a couple days. That doesn't make any sense. It just You have to accept the fact the other person is in another world in his own, and it's what it is. Sorry to be a Debbie Downer, but that's what I think. You calls are next. Do you agree with me that you know the universe, especially these days, needs a little more kindness peace and romance. So if you want to share a romantic story on my show, now is the time. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Estelle. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Estelle. So I understand you have a romantic story you would like to share on the rendezvous. I am all ears. Yes, I do. Um, well, I live in, in a big city and uh, parking is hard and I often park and I like, totally will forget where I parked. And one evening, I was walking around um, for a long time trying to remember where I parked my car, and I kept passing this man who was walking. He had a golden retriever. He was walking, and um, he kind of looked at me puzzled on the third time I passed him, and I said, I, I forgot where I parked, and he laughed. And then he offered to get his car and, and drive me around that it might be faster. Uh-huh. And I said, okay, I mean, I don't want to put you through the trouble, but he said, it's fine, it's fine, and... We drove around for about 15 minutes looking for my car, and eventually we found it. And then he asked me if I wanted to get dinner sometime. And I said, okay. And we went to dinner, and we found out we were both from the same hometown and that we knew a lot of the same people, and we just really hit it off. And um, it just sort of happened fast, and we've been together for a couple years now. Wow. So if you look back at this story, what was the moment that made it? I don't know. I I think I just felt so comfortable with him right away. Like, he just seemed okay. something about him that just seemed really familiar. We just got along and seemed to speak the same language. I understand. That, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. All right. Thank you so much. I like this. Simple, straight to the point. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> and many more years of happiness to you and him. Oh, thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Changing gears, I am going to answer uh, Ruth Ann 
email who matched with a guy on Bumble, everything was going well, and then something happened and she has a question about that. So her email is coming up next. I received an email at therendezvousshow.com from Ruth Ann, who says this, Simon, I matched with a guy on Bumble and we're casually dating, we text every day and we see each other one to two times a week. He told me that he's not on Bumble anymore, but today I went on the app and I noticed that he unmatched us. We're still texting like we usually do and he came over last night, we had a great time, but why would he unmatch us? And then she adds, am I just making something out of nothing since everything else is good or should I ask him about this? Should you or should you not? Good question. I'm going to answer you next. So what would you do if you're Ruth Ann who sent me that email at therendezvousshow.com about the guy she met on Bumble, they're now casually dating, uh, they text every day, see each other once or twice a week, but he unmatched them on Bumble, where they met. Uh, they're still texting, everything is the same, but she's wondering why did he unmatch them? Uh, and Ruth Ann wants to know if she should ask him about this or not. Here's my question. If it bothers you, why would you not ask? If it's on your mind, ask, you'll find peace of mind. I'm always in favor of asking questions because we know then the facts and we know why or why not the person did or did not did something, right? So my answer to you, Ruth Ann, is to ask him nicely, why did you unmatch us? See what he says. And I think it's all good. But I would like you to ask him to have peace of mind, okay? Always look for peace of mind. So important. And if you need more peace of mind, just call me now, 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship, dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lara. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So I understand there's an issue between you and your husband, what is going on? Yes. So for the longest time, we always did not have a television in our room. In fact, we still do not have a television in our room. But it was a decision that we made when we moved into this house that we wanted our bedroom to be, you know, just like our private sanctuary. But during the lockdown, we got so bored. I think everyone did <laughs> that we just yeah, got, sure. started, you know, binge watching. And we were finding ourselves falling asleep on the couch and then we'd wake up, you know, in the middle of the night and just come in the bedroom and pass out anyway. And so it kind of seems counterproductive to not have the TV in the room, you know, and he really is pushing for one. And I just don't know what the right answer is. So how long have you been married? Two and a half years. Okay. Do you guys have kids? No. Okay. So personal question, but I just, I just have to ask. Uh, mm -hmm. Average, where are the locations in the house where you are romantic and you ooh -la -la with him? Well, we do most of our ooh-la-la -la in the bedroom. Um, but every once in a while, you know, the mood will strike and we'll ooh-la-la -la in the living room or something, <laughs> you know, every so often. But it's, it's usually kept to the bedroom. It's our, our private space. Okay. So now there is something interesting in the stats about this is that after too many years of the same location, uh, it gets a little déjà vu. Like, uh, you know, that expression means like, done that, been there. So mm -hmm. my suggestion would be to get a TV if, if really it helps him fall asleep. Because I know some people need that to fall asleep. So 
when you said you both fell asleep, you know, I think it's good for tension, you know, sometimes also. Also, I encourage you to be spontaneous and whether mm -hmm. it's the TV is in the room or not, you know, it's it, the ooh-la-la -la has to change places because the repetition kills the romance. So if, it's, mm -hmm. if, if, if we can say the whole house is a romantic place for us, it's more exciting than just we have the room and that's that mostly. That's true. I never really thought of that, that if you open up, you know, more doors to where it's appropriate or inappropriate, inappropriate can be fun too, but it could add to just the spontaneity and kind of add a little heat back to the relationship. And not that we don't have a good amount of heat, but I think everyone could use a little extra spice. So you know, I really, I think he's going to be thrilled. I'm just going to go out and buy the TV and surprise him. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Lara, thank you so much for your call and, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Have you ever suffered from this routine syndrome when you're with somebody for a while? Same place, same time, same everything? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been in a situation of what I call routine syndrome, where you've been uh, together with somebody for a while, so past the infatuation of 18 months, you know, like two, three, five, six years, and you've noticed that the romance the actual ooh-la-la, always happened, but at the same time of the week, the same place, usually the bedroom, uh, and the same, you know, I would say, routine of ooh-la-la too, if you get my drift. You know, and, and you said to yourself, it's so predictable, this, this romantic routine, that it's not exciting anymore. I am bored stiff. I don't mind it, but honestly, it's just so predictable and just nothing new. Where is the fun in our romance? Have you ever felt like that? Like, because it's been the same thing over and over. So coming up, let me share with you a couple little advices about how to change that ASAP. Next on The Rendezvous. Have you ever found yourself in a, what I call a good relationship or good marriage, but the romance, the ooh-la-la, was what I call stuck in the routine syndrome? Same place, same time, same music, same, you get my drift, same everything. How do you change this? Take the lead. Take the lead. doesn't matter who takes the lead. Be spontaneous. Remember that routine is the enemy of romance. Routine is the friend of boredom. Routine is the friend of comfort. But Ulala is based on romance, chemistry, spontaneous. So please keep that in mind. And uh, you call that next. Any questions for me, call the rendezvous, please. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Pamela. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour, Pamela. So, I understand you have a question for me. What's going on? How can I help you? Well, um, I'm a single woman, and I have problems finding quality men, uh, quite frankly. I'm tired of the dating apps. Um, I don't like going to bars, and I just... I really struggle with finding good quality men, and where's a good place? Where's some great places where I can find these men I'm looking for? So just curious, um, what kind of men have you found so far? Well, usually, quite frankly, it's guys that don't have their stuff together, if you know what I mean. They, they yeah. you know, maybe they live with three other roommates, they're not planning for their future financially. Um, you know, they just kind of float from job to job. They don't really have any, 
anything in place. I would love to find a guy that actually is working on these things, you know? I understand. You deserve that. Um, now, there's dating apps when usually you pay a little money. Um, Match does that and others where because you have to pay money, you know, people are more serious, right, of the investment, finding a romance or a real relationship. So, you know, where could, I don't know about the good guys, but if you talk about more serious guys, like financially unstable, the more expensive the website, the better, because that means they'll have the mean to invest, and somebody who doesn't have it together will go on a free website or free dating app because it doesn't matter that they have it together. So I think if we want to be real, why don't you try an app that is like a little more expensive, but where guys also have to pay? Okay. Wow. That, okay. Yeah, that does make sense. <laughs> That's the only way. I mean, if you open your wallet, somebody else is opening their wallet. You're on the same ground. <laughs> Yes, and that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. Thank you very much. You're most welcome, and that's what you deserve. So, Pamela, good luck to you, and have a good night. Good night, Simon. Let's finish the show with a hot question. If you found out that your partner cheated in past relationships, would that make you feel insecure or not? Let's talk about that next. If you found out that your partner actually cheated in past relationships, would that make you feel insecure? This question I actually posted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, and here's what happened. It's interesting. 55% of you voted, yes, I really would be worried. And 45% of you said, nope, not really. And I would not be really worried either because I don't judge uh, on past relationships, my actual relationship. It's between me and this person, my partner, here and now. I like to know what happened before, but I don't judge because I was not there and things are complicated. So I'm all about giving a chance, new chance with the new person you're dating. But that's just me. Thank you so much for voting, by the way. I appreciate that very much. I wish you a good night, a safe night, a peaceful night. And as we say back in Paris, bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.